0: Train your body with the American College of Sports Medicine on Radio MD.
1: RadioMD.com. Here's Melanie Cole. When you look at those food labels, as we tell you to do here all the time to make you a smarter consumer, do you know what it is that you're looking at? There are so many things on those labels, all natural, antibiotic-free, raised without growth, hormones, organic. Do you know what all those things mean? Well, today we've got Dr. Felicia Stoller, registered dietitian, exercise physiologist, and fan favorite here at Train Your Body. So, Dr. Stoller, let's start with... Some of the things that we see on these labels, my goodness. So, why don't we start with antibiotic free, raised without antibiotics? What does that mean?
0: Well, raised anti- without antibiotics means that no antibiotics were provided to that animal. And, you know, the thing is, with that sort of clause in there, that may mean at the time or right before it was slaughtered or consumed. It doesn't necessarily mean never in its lifetime. So, just like, you know, we as parents would give our child an antibiotic if they had an infection that could not otherwise be treated, farmers or ranchers who raise animals give their animals antibiotics when they're sick, you know, beyond other sort of uh, repair because A, they don't want to have the animal suffer and B, they don't want to infect an entire herd. So, you know, when we see that, yes, it can be misleading and I just want people to understand, that farmers and ranchers also don't want to over give that stuff to animals because it requires a bee and it requires a vet a vet visit and a vet bill. So they're not necessarily rushing to over medicate their animals.
1: Okay, now this is a big one that everybody sees on almost every label natural flavors, natural colors. Natural anything. And we're gonna get into <laughs> nitrates and GMOs. What is natural flavors and natural color- colors?
0: I haven't quite figured that out yet. I mean, no, it really, it means that that flavor, well, the flavor is kind of a hard one, but the um, but the color, you know, also is that it comes from something that is supposedly not just a chemical, but the truth is there's no real definition for the word natural, so that's what makes it sort of an oxymoron. And sometimes you'll just see it on foods not necessarily related to flavor or color. It'll just say a natural food or all natural versus what? versus race. It's versus really
1: confusing. Food. It is, and my daughter heard from some kid at school that natural flavors had was beaver butt. I don't know what she was saying, and now she <laughs> won't eat things that say natural flavors because one of her friends told her something ridiculous, and so that cracked me up. What's GMO? What does non-GMO mean?
0: Okay, so GMO, this is a good one. So GMO stands for genetically modified organisms. So I've seen it on foods that, like, clearly wouldn't have GMO. And I think think a lot of food companies or manufacturers or processors, and sometimes I've even seen it at at farmer's markets, sort of jumping all over it. So the question is whether or not a seed or a plant has has some genetically modified gene in it. So here's the deal. As far as foods that are consumed that may or may not have GMO, Let's talk about what may or may not that we actually do eat, okay, or may eat. Soy products, papaya, grape seed or canola oil, okay. Now, when I say corn, I don't mean the stuff that most of us are getting that we're eating. It may be corn oil. It may be corn syrup. The corn that's used for animal feed and for fuel may, does not mean will, may have Um GMO in it. The other plants that have it that we don't necessarily eat are cotton and alfalfa Um, in some places not necessarily that I'm aware of in the US some rice and some potatoes so those have been approved for use but I don't know if they're actually widespread being used right now.
1: Wow, it is so confusing when we see these things all around. Now, what about the word organic? I mean, this is something you know a lot about. You've visited sustainable farms, and you've been there, and you've seen. What does the word organic really mean?
0: So organic really means there's a lot of human labor put into the food (laughs) that you're consuming. So it could mean there's no pesticides that are applied to seeds and to plants. It means that there's no pesticides applied um I'm sorry, not not necessarily no pesticides, but there's no antibiotics or or hormone, hormones excuse me that are being used in animal products. Um, and it also in most cases means that there's no GMO seed that's being used. So people perceive that there's a health halo. that A, if something's organic, it means it's healthier. It doesn't impact the nutritional quality, meaning the vitamin, mineral, fiber, or other nutrient profile of that food, number one. And, you know, research shows that it, there's been no evidence to show that organic is better than non-organic. So what I always say to people is you have to do whatever you can afford within your budget because I had a family last week come in to speak to me and the poor mom was telling me she's got four kids under the age of four and she's just she's two sets of twins and she said she's spending a lot of money on organic foods and she just didn't know if they were all better for her family. So It I is, think it is have,
1: a weird question.
0: It is and she, I said you have to think and choose wisely. Think about what your priorities are as a registered dietitian and a mom. I don't go out of my way to buy any foods that are organic. So I think that speaks volumes to what I've seen that's out there. If I happen to buy something and it happens to be organic, that's great, you know, if the price is right or if I'm at a farmers market, but like I go to a farmers market where I know my farmer, I know they're not necessarily um, an organic applying- farm. Mm-hmm. I know that they're not necessarily applying a load of pesticides. They're not. And the other thing, too, with organic is that some farmers cannot afford the cost of organic certification.
1: Absolutely, so, I'm sure that's expensive.
0: So that is very expensive. So then they might say they are grown in an organic style or they consider it more natural or less, you know, or as or close to it but without the certification. So that's where I think there's a lot of misleading information if we just go based upon food labels.
1: Okay, so two I want to make sure we get to, and we don't have a lot of time left, sugar-free and whole grains.
0: Right. The whole grains I'd like to hit on first because I think that's a big one foods will say whole grains. The challenge with whole grains is that there is no standard, uh, even with the dietary guidelines about the amount of whole grains we need to have in our diet. And I'm not poking fun at whole grains by all means. I believe we should be eating whole grains, but the problem is you don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. What you really need to look at is how many grams of fiber are on that food label because you can look at um, a loaf of bread that says made with whole grains, or you could look at a box of cereal that says made with whole grains, and it may only have one gram of fiber, which means I'm not personally impressed with that. (laughs) You want to look for at least three or four more, uh, you know, grams of fiber per serving in order for that whole grain to really have some health benefit.
1: Okay, and sugar-free?
0: Sugar-free, okay, so in some foods it's going to say sugar-free, you need to read the label and see, do they mean no added sugar, or do they mean that they have added some non-nutritive sweetener, which allows them to make that claim of quote-unquote sugar-free, but yet they might be using aspartame or Splenda or sucralose or stevia, so you need to um, really take a good hard look at the ingredients that are in there before you make a decision.
1: Well, sure, because whenever I see sugar free, I I don't buy it because right. I do sugar not like or something sugar. May
0: say low sugar, you know, or or low carb. They also say that as well.
1: And if I had to choose between feeding my children something with some sugar in it, whether it's honey or sugar or whatever, or feeding them something sugar free that's got one of those nasty alternative sweeteners in it, I'm I'm going to go for the sugar every single Me time. Too. I just I'm right can't stand. And I can taste it. I can t- You can line me up seven drinks, and I can tell you which ones have aspartame and, and phenylalanine and all these different things in there. I can tell you which ones have that in there. That's so wrap it up super for us.
0: Taster. You're a super taster. So am I. So when looking at food labels you really have to prioritize what it is that you're looking for and and really and really look at the foods and see is this just really a marketing claim? Is there some perceived benefit? Is there some hidden health halo, a perception about buying it, or just get foods closer to the way they're found in nature, then you don't have to worry about that stuff.
1: That's the best advice right there. If it doesn't have a label, then you don't even have to worry about what's on the label and whether or not it's got GMOs or sugar added or whole grains. If you buy it closer to nature and it doesn't have a label and you can pronounce all the ingredients in it, then you can better believe it's probably better for you. We've got more great show coming up. This is Melanie Cole. Stay well and stay tuned.